Hello, this is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich with my regular Thursday bi-weekly podcast. Today's topic is apologies, a downer, but it's important. I happened to see a Forbes article on my Twitter feed today that cited a 2016 Harvard University study showing that a majority of millennials reject capitalism. That's 51% versus 42% who support capitalism. The rejectors were not all socialists, rather 33% embrace socialism. The author of the article went on to discuss how managers can cope with this alienation in the workplace, an important topic, though not my topic. Reading over the news, I then saw the distressing report on Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast that U.S. life expectancy has fallen again for the third straight year, pushed down once again by a rise in opioid-related deaths and an increase in suicides. One doesn't need to be an epidemiologist or sociologist to understand that there's something very, very wrong with this picture. It's not a picture of the U.S. losing ground to age-related sicknesses such as cancer and heart disease, both of which are actually, thankfully, in decline. Rather, suicide and opioid use are based on affirmative choices people make. I was curious whether millennials were especially highly represented in opioid deaths, since it was opioid deaths, which are far more numerous than suicides, that moved the needle in U.S. life expectancy statistics. I was startled to see that millennials indeed had the highest rate of opioid deaths in almost every state, according to data from the Kaiser Family Foundation. I also checked on suicides, which were most prevalent among those over 45, though it appears that the rate is rising fastest among millennials. I see a connection in these social ills the apparent rejection of capitalism, the increasing use of opioids, and suicides. The rejection of capitalism may be the easiest one to understand. Millennials came of age when the economy nearly collapsed. They found less good career opportunities and came out of college saddled with high debt. If that's capitalism, no wonder many have rejected it. Sure, many of these millennials were ill-prepared for the work world based on poor educational training, but it's not just them, it's that the economy changed on them. Their parents could be poli-sci majors and still find rewarding careers, something much harder to do in the past decade. I cover the economy and markets, not spiritual angst, so I will leave it to others to speculate as to what drives folks in their 20s and 30s to national statistic-changing usage of drugs and suicide, but this much I will say. Just as the economy was not there for the millennials in the way it was there for their parents, it still is not there for the millennials' younger brothers and sisters. It hasn't been fixed, and this should be a big worry to those who are bracing for the next recession. People in power, in every place and time, generally prefer to keep the old order, making minor adjustments when needed. When huge banks, asset managers, and insurers faced the brink of bankruptcy one decade ago, the easiest thing to do was to bail them out. Assisting these unfortunate millionaires and billionaires got the economy working again, but for nearly the entirety of the economic recovery, employment growth was slow, and corporate buybacks and rising share prices were quite rapid. What I'm suggesting is that when the house is rotting, you can't just paint it over. The appearance will be more pleasant, but it won't keep the building from eventually collapsing. Yes, U.S. banks today have stronger capital requirements and are less prone to failure. But what have policymakers done to address the majority of the younger generation that no longer believe in the system? What has been done to make sure that education actually educates, that companies have incentives to hire rather than just buy back their own shares, that students don't start life with a debt they can never repay, or fear they can never repay, that the public health system prevent the preventable, that there be laws in place and adequate enforcement to penalize things like prescription drug abuse. The time has long since passed to re-examine the foundations of a house still in need of thorough repair. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.